Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this sport of triathlon, the holy grail is the Hawaii Ironman. 1978 it was established. Erin Baker, the great New Zealand female athlete, won it in 1987, won it in 1990. 3.8 kilometre swim, no wetsuit. Historically, up to 1,500 athletes in the water in more recent times, potentially over 2,000. 180 kilometre bike ride, 42 kilometre run, big island of Hawaii, black lava fields, extreme weather conditions, big crosswinds, hardest individual one day race in the world to win. For so many Ironman athletes, for so many age group athletes, it's the event you want to be able to compete in. It's the event you want to try and qualify for to go and do Hawaii. I've been fortunate enough, having done it three times myself back in 1993, 1997 and 2001. I've been up there on many other occasions with my next guest because my next guest has been second up there twice, third up there twice. He's won the New Zealand Ironman here 12 times. He's won the European Ironman back in 2006. Why have we got him on the programme? Because there is rumour that rows that are running the Ironman organisation, and there are a lot of Ironman events around the world now, are looking at changing the way Hawaii is run. There are rumours that the men's and women's world championships will be separated, that one year the women's race will be in Hawaii, the men's race will be held in Nice, southern France, which has always been an iconic event in its own right. The following year, the Men's World Championships will be held on the Big Island of Hawaii. The Women's World Championships will be held in Nice. The reason for this is because with the explosion of Ironman events and more and more athletes eligible to qualify for the World Championships, the field simply got too big. This year, they actually ran the event over two days. They had the Elite Women's Race on the Thursday with the age group women and some of the age group men. On the Thursday, on the Saturday, two days later, they had the elite men and the rest of the age group men. Seemed like a pretty good solution. However, the people who live on the Big Island of Hawaii, the people that live in the small town of Kona, don't want it. Too many disruptions, too many road closures. And the reality is they can't actually get enough volunteers. What is the solution here? Cameron Brown joins us. Cameron, good evening. Welcome. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Oh, look, I know you're a historian. Uh, you're a purist. Um, what would it What would it do for the race and the reputation of the race if they were to implement what a lot of people are talking about, splitting the men's and women's world championships and dividing them between Hawaii and Nice? Oh, I think there'd be a lot of uh, athletes that would be extremely disappointed. You know, you've already got athletes that have qualified for um, next year. Uh, one of my best mates is uh, qualified for. Uh, 2023 in Kona, and he's uh, you know already booked his accommodation, and uh, I think he was going to book his airfares today until he heard the rumour today, and you know, there's meant to be a so-called announcement to, tomorrow, but uh, yeah, be just extreme disappointment. You know, sort of first race up there was in um, 2000, and 
our last race there in I think 2018. Um, my last race up there as a pro, and uh, probably was on the start line for 15, 16 times in those years. So it's just an iconic race, and you know, just the toughest race in the world. And, and uh, you know, it, it, I think you only have a few times on the course for most people. And um, you know, splitting it for year after year with men one year and women the other year, there'll be a lot of disappointed men that. If they know that they won't be going back next year, I know Jan Fredino, who has um, missed the last couple of races due to COVID and injury, you know, two-time world champion, he was uh, desperate to get back there next year, and you know, that will be taken away from him, along with uh, all the other uh, athletes that have, you know, actually signed a, a, a race entry saying that they will be racing in Kailua Kona. Uh, so to, to now to say that you won't be there, uh, if that is the case, then. Uh, there will be a lot of uh, angry, angry athletes around the world. Have we got to this point because Ironman has lost its integrity that they just got too big, they got too greedy, offering too many qualifying spots at Ironmans around the world and trying to entice people to enter these races um, to the point where, you know, in a race that historically you're not allowed to draft on the bike, we just see huge amounts of drafting going on because there's simply too many athletes on the start line. I mean, why have we got to this situation, Cameron? Yeah, there's just, uh, I think, yeah, a little bit of greed. And, and, you know, this year there was the split races, 2,500 on one day, 2,500 on the Saturday. And, you know, in my time there, there was, uh, probably when I first started, it was probably 1,500. And, and, mm. and probably my last race was maybe, you know, two 2,000 athletes. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a small island. Um, you know, you, you can get around it very, very um, quickly. It doesn't take much. And it's sort of really one road around the island. So, the local um, um, people there just yeah it disrupts uh, where they can go and uh, especially you know volunteers are a massive uh, part of Ironman and 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 you know, there was speculation that this year you know they, well they didn't they didn't have they had to spread out the uh, aid stations along the course so they could, could because they didn't have enough volunteers and, and uh, so a lot of those mm. are school students as well and they have to you know get time off school as well so it's uh, a very it's a bigger um, inconvenience but it's also on the other hand it brings in a lot of money for the island as well with accommodation um, and, and uh, um, food and all that so it's you know it, it, the, the island is well supported from from the athletes there but it's yeah, 5,000 athletes is just I think a little bit too extreme. Yeah, I mean, 1,500, and you normally get them for at least 10 days, and it is a great boost to the local economy. I mean, when I first did at Cameron in 93, there was 1,500 athletes. You couldn't qualify at a half Ironman event. You could only qualify at a at a full Ironman. Um, why not? Surely the answer here is still just reduce it to 1,500 and just make it that much harder to qualify or, you know, maybe nominate certain Ironman events around the world that you can only qualify at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the sport's just grown, and uh, you know, in the, in the early '90s, you know, there was only six Ironman races around the world. Uh, New Zealand being one of the oldest. There was New Zealand, um, Australia, Canada, Lanzarote, uh, and Japan Ironman. Uh, and then there's just been an explosion of. Oh, I, I could not count how many there are now, but there's, you know, there may be sort of 50 Ironman events that you can qualify at. Um, so numbers have been reduced drastically. You know, uh, Ironman New Zealand has sort of had, you know, numbers in the 100, 150 that you qualify now down to sort of 30 or 40. Now this year that you've, um, you know, you've got um, even more uh, qualification spots for um, women. They're doubling that as well. So 
it just um it just sort of reeks with um just yeah, just just trying to get too many athletes there and and um you know I think you've got to take it back and I mean COVID hasn't helped with a sort of a, a backlog of athletes trying to get there but you know you sort of had that um, with this year, getting them all through the, the race. I don't know how many if there is a, still a backlog, but um, yeah, it's just a, a very, very sad day. You know, yeah, I, I love the history of the sport, and I'd be, um, I'd be extremely disappointed if I was a professional when you were when we're not going as a, a man to, um, and, and you know, the woman the following year if they were not going back there every single year on consecutive years because it is a special part yeah. of our sport and um, the history, and uh, it's just such a unique, tough race. I was talking to a friend of mine tonight that I went to school with, Alan Marshall, who's actually um, like uh, Andy Smith, your friend, um, also gets his opportunity to fulfil his dream and compete in Kona next year. And now he's not sure that's going to happen. But he said an interesting thing to me. He said, I don't actually care whether it's the World Championships. I just want to race the Hawaiian Ironman. Does Hawaii need to be the World Championships? Um, Does it need to be well, the World Championship yeah. for age group athletes? No, no, I mean, you know, you, you, we've seen it now that the 70.3 World Championships has shifted around the world now and in a different position every year. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see it in Taupo. It was meant to be a few years ago, but because of COVID hit. So I think it is, uh, I can't remember now if it's next year or the following, it might be uh, 2024 that we'll have the 70.3 Championships in New Zealand. Um, so, yeah, that's great. But, um, um, you know, a, a lot of athletes probably passed you know, the, the past athletes, you know, know the history of the sport and know what the Hawaiian Ironman is all about. And probably the, the newer ones, you know, don't really have that history about it. So you could just have it as a, a professional race and make it a, a smaller race and, uh, you know, have, have the, the age group world championship around the world. But, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of those, I, I would still love to go back to Hawaii in, in the future and race as an age grouper because uh, I know it is the, one of the most yeah. um, unique and hardest races out there. Yeah, look, I'm just back swimming, doing a bit of running. I've got kids now, 11 and 9, and I'd love to one day just go up there and say, hey, this is what I did once, and just go up there and enjoy the occasion. Um, again, no pressure, just actually enjoy it. But now it's starting to look all of just a little bit shaky. And I've got to say, I appreciate now the three times I've done it and saying, well, at least I got to do it, I guess, in a bit of a golden era um, when the sport was probably pure. I mean, Cameron, uh, let's talk a little bit about Nice, because Nice has got a rich history, but it was always one of the famous half Ironman events historically, wasn't it? It wasn't the full distance. I mean, we had the great Rick Wells win in Nice. It was a massive event in the late 80s, throughout the 1990s. Seems to have lost its gloss a little bit in recent times. I mean, if you're going to have an alternative, Nice is not a bad option, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic spot, and, uh, you know, in the past, it was, a, um, it was the ITU World Championships, it was over a 4K, 120K bike and a 30K run, and uh, well, Rick Wells won it in 1987, um, along with the Short Course World Championship in Perth, but uh, um, yeah, it, it is a tough race as well, you know, you've got the Col de Vence, which is, goes up to, I think, uh, 11, 1200 metres, and it is a real tough bike course, so it, it would have its uh, own um, elements of toughness, so um, you know, you've got to have these races. I think on, on tough courses, when you do have the amount of athletes out there, if you if you had them on a flat uh, course, um, then it, it, you would just have a giraffe fest, um, you know, and, and it wouldn't be fun for and yeah, just not uh, an even playing field for any athlete. So Nice is one of those unique races that is extremely hard, and I think it would be um, a good place to have it if if it was uh, taken away from Hawaii. 
In a perfect world, what are you hoping will happen tomorrow when they make a formal announcement on the future of Hawaii? Um, I, I just, from you know, talking to people today, it's. I think it's a done deal, and, and yeah, it's uh, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be uh, nice for the world, for the men and, and age group men, and, and Hawaii for the age group women and professional women. So it's. Uh, I would hope that it wasn't, and it was all a bad dream. But um, yeah, just the people I've been speaking to today, they all think it's uh, it is a done deal, and it's uh, going ahead. So there'll be a lot of disappointed athletes that have signed that uh, contract to go to Hawaii and um, that they're going to be racing. But this surely just opens the door now for like the challenge who are the alternative because of one thing that Ironman's always had is Hawaii. It's always been the thing that separated them from any other competitor in the market. The only way you get through to Hawaii, the only way you get to the Ironman World Championships is actually doing an official Ironman event. There are other events that come under different names that are the same distances and you can go and do some other pinnacle events, but it's not Hawaii. I mean, I I just cannot believe that they're going to bastardise the holy grail of the sport. Um, Again, all in the name of commercialism, all in the name of business, um, and and, and not realising the intangible damage that they're actually going to do in the process. It's its quite hard to get your head around, Cameron. Yeah, it is. And uh, some, somehow I don't know if it's trying to kill the PTO, which is the professional triathlon organisation that's just started up and they've had some um, two fantastic uh, championship races this year in, in um, North America and that, and they're expanding it for next year. And I know they do have, uh, I think, two races around that time, so it's always like... I don't know, I was just thinking that they're, they're trying to kill that as well, you know, and, and because athletes wouldn't be able to do it because it'd be similar timing to uh, the men, especially uh, that that uh, Nice race would um, kill any chance of doing the PTO races. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's how, um, how, how far, interesting. How, under the proposed idea or rumour that is out there, how far apart would be the Hawaii Ironman World Championships for the women in the race in Nice? Are we talking the same weekend? Are we talking different times of the no, year? No, no. Uh, yeah, it's September the uh, 10th, I think, so four weeks before uh, Hawaii Ironman. So it's totally, um, you know, another four weeks of separation. So, um, you know, and, and um, there are some, you know, those, as I said, those other races that the PTO are putting on and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it is going to be a very interesting couple of days coming up, that's for sure. Mm. Well, look, Cameron, um, just before we do let you go, where's your own fitness at? Uh, finally back running after a six-week sort of calf tear, so extremely happy about that. So uh, I love my running, I love my trail running, and, and just want this weather to uh, improve and, and get rid of that rain so that we can uh, get out and enjoy those trails and, and uh Forward to um, probably my first race back will be um, January at the Porto Tauranga Half Iron. And you're 50 years of age. Yeah, yeah, still doing what I, I love to do. So uh, I'll keep keep trying to do uh, do it for a little bit longer. So uh, yeah, no, nah, it's um, uh, fantastic sport, and I still, you know, I just want someone to arrive uh, now, and so we can enjoy some I, I, uh, nice I, riding. I think it's coming in the next few days. Just a quick question: Who was the hardest guy you ever trained with? Uh, oh, Mark, you know, you've you pushed me a few times. <laughs> you don't have to answer that question, mate. You don't have to answer that question, Cameron. Just winding you up, mate. Hey, look, lovely to have you on the programme. And, uh, yeah, Thanks, some, really, some really good insight there. Cameron Brown, uh, former New Zealand sportsman of the year back in 2002 and uh, the best male athlete 
in Hawaii with two seconds and two thirds. Aaron Baker, of course, having won at 87 in 1990. I just cannot believe they're going to do this to the Hawaii Ironman.